make war. Let's talk. Hello everyone, my name is Richard and welcome to Gamed Out, the gaming show where I look at games and review them, do my first impressions and all those kind of good things. And today is no exception. In today's show, I'll be looking at Dequaf's studio's offering of Make War, the little indie title on Nintendo Switch. You can also pick it up on Steam as well, but I reviewed the Nintendo Switch copy. So without further ado, grab yourself a brew and let's get into it. Make War, as I said, is on the Nintendo Switch and it will come at the price of £8.99. Normally that's UK pounds, but is currently on offer at £6.99 and will take up the grand total of 6600 no 267 megabytes on your sd card or your switch depending on where you store them the question i've got for you to do is to decide after my discussion is that worth the space and your money because well that's how i think this should go make war is all about you controlling aliens that have got bored and have access to the timelines of battles starting in 991 the battle of maldon where vikings and anglo-saxons are to have at it you the player are there to cause havoc you are essentially a third party or a third wheel in a two-horse affair the game takes turn-based combat no not even combat turn-based turns and has you set out to do tasks during these battles to favour one side over the other or favour the alien side itself. That's right, you play as aliens in this very crazy battle simulator and the art style, well, think Minecraft, but smaller. So that's kind of the premise. I've never played a battle simulator in my life. I've seen many of them out there and this was my first drab. Drab? First go. Drab's not fair. I will say this before I get into it, and I will be talking about some of my issues and some of the things that I found that I didn't like shortly. It isn't an intrusive game. It's not overly expensive, but it does come with flaws. It's okay if you want to kill a few minutes, destroying as many things as possible, but as I said, it's got some limitations. So before we get to the limitations and the, the flaws parts, let's talk the good. Let's talk the good of what this game offers you. And, well, firstly, it's not intrusive. You could sit on the toilet and play this game quite happily, and you wouldn't really batter an eyelid. And what I mean by that is nothing rude to the game. It's quite nice sometimes to just turn on a game where you haven't got to sit and work out the biggest strategy play of the century. No, with this, it plays a little bit simpler. You are in charge of this alien race and you enter the battlefield and you can place your units and then hit the play button and watch your devilish little plans play out. Honestly, this is the bit that gave me the biggest kick, watching your aliens kick ass and basically showing them who's boss. Once you've completed one of your targets, and these targets are highlighted on the left-hand side of the screen, and we'll get to menus and UI shortly, you then complete it, it clears, and then you carry on until you complete all your tasks to move on to the next set of missions. And it's kind of that process in the story mode. It's not really much of a story, it's you invading battles from across the world in famous time periods and causing havoc. So I don't mean it in a bad way that you don't need to use your brain. It's not going to be overly taxing. Yes, they are puzzles in how you are to complete these set objectives, but they're not gravely difficult. For example, one of the objectives I had to do was to kill four or five people with a mine. Placing my mine in a certain place that's going to have this serious effect 
is the way to go. You can get things from teleporters to rifle aliens to all sorts of different uh, sets of armaments, over 30 different kind of unit types, all at your disposal as you go through. And that's kind of the game in, in a nutshell. You make your turn, press play, stop, make your turn, press play, stop, and, and so on to complete your objectives, to unlock more levels and go through these battles. As I said in the beginning, I've never played battle simulators and it's quite a nice little introduction to this kind of genre that I know a lot of people love and enjoy. Graphically, uh, I may have already said it, but it's pixel art. Minecraft, but smaller. It's not going to win any graphics awards, but it certainly benefits on such a system like the Switch. Now, I did manage to make the frame rate drop in its sandbox mode, and I'll explain exactly what the sandbox mode is shortly, but I managed to make the frame rate tank when I put everything on the battlefield and hit play, then you got to see the frame rate tank, but the actual story isn't going to harm the Switch's processing power unless you are completely not mad like me and decide to go completely overboard. That's as simple as that. So, I mentioned menus, UIs, and all those kind of things, so I want to talk about some of its flawed systems. Let's take the start menu, for example. The start me or the title screen, you are greeted with a funky rock-style music, and that's one of the great things about this game, is the actual soundtrack is quite cool. quite enjoyed it and got a bit of a kick out of it. But what I didn't get a kick out of, well, was how the menus were traversed. It's like a whole new game in itself. You see, you can tell this game has come from a PC standpoint using mouse as its main input. And this hampers your experience slightly on the Switch. Simply put is your left cursor or your left joystick is its mouse input. No D-pad input on the menus allowed for some unknown reason. But when you select over start uh, settings and credits, well, it snaps to the menus and then it drops through the, the menus like it's snapping to them as if you were using a D-pad. I found this very, very strange and didn't quite like just having a like non-D-pad control when it would make sense to have D-pad controls. Throughout this review, you may take away that the developers almost didn't look at the Switch's Joy-Cons and develop for that kind of system, a controller. And I'm not kidding, it was a bit like that all over the place. So the settings menu is basic, as you'd probably guess. It only has a sound effects and a music slider and has three languages to choose from, which is Russian, Chinese, and English. Credits, well, don't need to explain them. Once you hit start, you are greeted with your next menu. It's a picture of the world and to basically go to your first uh, battle, nine, 991 with the Anglo-Saxons and the Vikings at Maldon. And this is where I really did find some of the inputs a bit frustrating. I would slowly move my left cursor so it would go over the box that's floating. And where I thought I was in its probably hitbox detection, I wasn't. I would have to move around slightly just to find the input placement of this. And that trend did continue. Picking up units on the battlefield had this same problem. And even going from, you know, menu to menu, trying to quit out some menus, it was almost like hitbox detection wasn't a thing. And it became a bit frustrating, to say the least. I started playing this game on the small screen on the handheld while I was writing the review and found it very difficult, I mean very difficult, to see and enjoy anything that was on the screen. So at that point, I had to play it on docked mode, and 
use it on a bigger screen. So do be wary if you are planning to play this on a Switch Lite when no docks available, you're going to have to be close to the screen. So after you fought your way through the title menu and got yourself on the world map, you hit the story mode and away you go. This is where you're greeted with your first battlefield and I may have already said it, but it is pixel art style. And I like the phrase, think Minecraft, but a lot smaller. And you are greeted with your first set of tasks. On the left-hand side are your task menus. And this, again, took me a little bit of while to try and figure out how to select and get out of menus because I was having some, like, detection problems with my cursor. And it wasn't like the cursor was small. The cursor was a decent size, but I was still having trouble of getting out of these menus. And... That, like I said, trend continues with even picking up units. Picking up units became a problem. Putting units down became a problem because you were almost micromanaging your movement from point A to point B so you could place a unit where you wanted. And then if you made a mistake, you'd have to pick the unit up and, and so on. There wasn't any like multi-grabbing of units. There wasn't any of these kind of things. Not that I could see. And it felt a little bit strange. The other strange thing, the B button, which I thought would be the back, isn't the back. It's the Y button or the X button, hang on, let me have a look at my controller. It's the Y button, which I thought was really strange, because why would you, why would Y be back and not B? That's a very small gripe that, you know, but I had to say it. Where does the charm and those kind of things sit with this game? Well, it's when you hit play. Once you've got through all of that, and let me tell you, it's kind of worth, especially for someone who's never played these type of games, you hit play and you get to see your devilish little plan battle out on the battlefield you get to see your little havoc the, the thing that's in your brain going i want to see how many people i can kill as quickly as possible play out and if that's your kind of bag of fantasy then this game is right down your alley you know people who like battle simulators will enjoy this that's as simple as that that is completely and utterly the truth you know battle simulator is a battle simulator whether you have it in pixel graphics high graphics or you know stick men if you can do the same thing, which is basically cause havoc between two battles or put two armies down and watch them come together like an absolute meat shield, then this game is for you. The difference is as it's just pixel graphics and you're a third wheel in a dinner party that you weren't invited to, that you basically invited yourself to. And that's kind of it with the story. You go through your tasks, complete these tasks, and the way these tasks are completed, you set your tasks out so you put your minds down for example hit play kill six people you stop and then you get your next objective and it's kind of a, a steady stream of these objectives to be completed you don't have to complete all the objectives in one go which is quite nice once you've completed one it scrubs off and you move on to your next one and they're the kind of things it's good and you're kind of hearing this stop start and thinking it might be turn-based well it's kind of a turn-based battle simulator i don't even know the genre that you kind of grasp this as because it's not a turn-based strategy game but it's a strategy game that has a turn-based element to it that's a battle simulator so there you go that's the genre i have no idea how to categorize that there's also a sandbox mode and this is where i decided to be the idiot that i am and place as much as i could on the map and try and dip the frame rate and i did dip the frame rate slightly but i'm not going to say it was anything major it's not like we... And I expect if someone sat there a little bit longer than me and went completely and utterly bananas, you could dip the frame rate hard on this, on the Switch, but there you go. So overall, it's not a terrible game. It's not going to upset you, um, but it might upset you if you pay £8.99. 
You see, I'm coming from the point of view that I've never played a battle simulator before. And if you're in the, the, you know, if you want to get one, I think this is probably the only one on the Switch that you can get. I feel like they're a little bit more care and attention to the port, to, to console, could have been taken care of with looking at the controllers and just working on how the controller would move better and, you know, picking up your units, menu options, those kind of things. But they are nitpicks and, you know, this may have been their first port after all. One of the other things I want to say before I forget is there is a time speed up, which is great. So you can put your plan into action and speed the time up. Sweet but you have to press the ZL or the ZR button multiple times to speed up or slow down. You can't just hold and it'll move up. No, that's not possible. Gripe, gripe nonetheless. So to summarize, which I was then just doing, my brain went, oh, this thing, looking at my notes. It's a battle simulator. I don't know much about them. I know that I, after five minutes, after after five minutes of watching my army squish each other, I was having a little bit of um, a giggle to myself. But for me, the menu problems and the cumbersomeness and the clanky, the clankiness, the clankiness of some of the stuff that seems to be rudimental did put me off trying to get through and spend some time with this a bit more. If you've got a spare £8.99 or £6.99 currently, throw it at it. If you've got some gold gold points as well, why not? As I said, it's not going to hurt you. It's not a difficult game, but it's still got some issues. Have you played Make War? Have you got it? Is it something that you're enjoying? Let me know. Do you think I'm just an absolute plonker that doesn't know what he's talking about? Or do you think I know go back to the drawing board and have another go? My name's been Richard, and this has been a Game Doubt review. You can leave me a message on Twitter at that chaps app or over at Game Doubt Gamed Out on Twitter. You can send me an email at gamedoutmedia.com at gmail.com, my dearly word. And you can also head over to patreon.com slash gamedout and you can get all the content early. You can also see my uploaded notes, which will be a feature for Patreons if you like to read what goes through my mind when I'm reviewing games. And, well, essentially, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you're having a good day, and I'll see you all on the next one. Bye-bye.